Well, that'll do it for today's game of Cubbies baseball. Remarkable finish with a final of 8-7. to seven. I was able to get a few words from Kid Moto after the game, and he says he loves these come-from-behind victories. Cubs win. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not afraid to come from behind. We need to get like an actual interview, like of you, somebody putting a tape recorder in front of your face, and you actually doing some audio. Like, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it was great. I mean, the ass was out. And I just took it. <laughs> it was, it was there. I slapped it three times. I'm not afraid. I never throw more than two balls. <laughs> I never throw more than two balls before I get a strike. <laughs> hey, Dustin. Hello, Mike. What can I do for you? What in God's name of a hipster named Pierre walking into a speakeasy are we talking about tonight? Well, main topic of tonight's podcast, and welcome everybody back to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. We're going to be talking about going down on your bike. Oh, that sounds kinky. <laughs> you can burn your lips easy on the exhaust pipe. <laughs> <laughs> But I won't go second. I'm going to tell you that for sure. <laughs> right, if you ate first, you're last. If you exactly. ate first, you're last. <laughs> so everybody here, raise your hands. You've gone, you've gone down on a bike before, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Anybody more than once? Oh, yeah. Don't okay. judge me. You went down. down on your bike or your bike fell over? <laughs> your bike went down on you? When your bike fell down. Because <laughs> I've been trying to figure out how to go down on my bike for a long time. Take that to a side. whole new level. <laughs> you got to get side. When you got those two and the twos, you got to get it from the side, Tony. You gotta take, you gotta, I've been thinking about taking the air filter off. <laughs> so tonight we're talking about going down <laughs> Barry you go hey, first so. <laughs> I've been, I've been yeah. lucky knock on wood it's only been the one time but who, who's got the most I want to know that right, right now I mean are we talking all of my riding on like dirt bikes and shit when I was a kid because I mean I don't have enough fingers and toes oh, Tony <laughs> wins I don't know if you're if you're a kid and you're on a dirt bike and you're learning to ride. That's imminent. It's going to happen. I would just say, I guess more is your seasoned. More is your seasoned. I've got one, two, three, four, probably four in the bag. Three to four. I have three. Three. Tony. I went, I went down twice this season. Believe twice it or not, this season. I did. Yeah, I went down when we were in South Dakota. I went down on the Vino over in with the grass. a with a thirty pack of beer. <laughs> how many of those had you drank none i the damn thing i, I it slid out from underneath me and when it slid you know we kind of went down and the beer went all over the parking lot and it was a hell of a situation and then mm. 
And then I went down on the KLR 250, which is a really funny story on that one. And then I tipped the iron over in a gas station using the front brake. Mm. Uh. Well, tell us the really funny story. I want to hear that one. So I had the KLR and I had the Vino at the same time. And the scooter's rear brake is where the clutch is, right? So there's no clutch on a scooter. So I'm on the. So it's like a yard cart. It's got a clutch (laughs) flywheel thing. Yeah, you just twist the throttle and you go. Your rear brake is on your left hand, your left side handlebar. So I'm on the (laughs) KLR and I'm sitting in the, in the fucking driveway, started up. I had it in gear and I'm talking to my neighbor and like an idiot. I just let go of the clutch thought it, you know, I'm so used to the brake on the Vino. And when I did the fucking bike shot out from underneath me, (laughs) my legs went straight up in the air and I just landed flat on my back and the fucking bike took off across the street. (laughs) I'd pay to see that. (laughs) So yeah. (laughs) Like a turtle on his back. I mean, it did. It just, I let go of the, I just fucking just slammed it, you know, didn't even think about it. (laughs) <laughs> like I was holding the rear brake on the scooter and just fucking thing just shot like a fucking rabbit. Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> and as small as you are and as big as that bike is, I just picture you like rolling over backwards. That's like, exactly what happened, man. I just rolled right <laughs> off the back of it and the bike just went right across the street up well, in the neighbor's garden fell over. Mm. Man, I'll tell you, it's people always worry about going down. People always worry about wrecking. People always worry about, I mean, crashing. Yeah, that's one of it. But it's a part of motorcycling, and you should not be scared. Because it's, I mean, it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's all about, it's not, it's all about mitigation. Yeah, it's not about if you're going to fall, it's when. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it's going to exactly. happen. And not bad ones do happen, but most of the time it's it's pretty minor stuff. Yeah. You know, like I was pulling in the gas station and grabbed a handful of front brake and the front wheel just racked and I dropped the iron right in the gas station. Felt like a douche. (laughs) You know, all these people are looking at you. Yeah, I dropped it. (laughs) You know, it's stuff like that. You're like, stop staring, fucker. Get over here and help me pick this thing up. (laughs) Most of the time is, is when you're comfortable is when it happens. You know, when you're first riding, you're so hypersensitive of everything you're you're actually a lot safer than once when you get comfortable and accustomed to what you're doing that's when you start making mistakes that's damn people who's hyper vigilant yeah <laughs> i tell you what English this motherfucker do you speak it <laughs> <laughs> yeah this uh this flat this flat uh, terrain that i ride on here all the time it uh it is definitely um affected my skill set and it's something that i'm going to need to practice on a little bit more next year because i'm using way too much front brake and uh, i need to get i need to break myself of that habit because both times i went down this year were both uh were both front brake problems that i just got too much on the front brake and one was obviously when i was on that trip with my wife and i was kind of making a u-turn in a parking lot and i needed to to slow down to to change my trajectory and my U-turn, and instead of using my back brake, I used my front brake, and I immediately stopped and tipped over. Yeah. And my bike never touched the ground on that one. But when we were in South Dakota, we were um, it was at the end of end of our day, or no, it was a uh, I think it was the first night that Todd got there, and we'd gone to dinner, and we came back to our campsite, and it was dark, 
and uh, the gravel road, we had to go up this gravel road and it was, uh, um, had some ruts in it where it had been washed out. There was really big kind of rocks in the road and I navigated that just fine, but we got up in the grass and we were supposed to go left into our campsite and uh, Kenny, who was in front of me, he went right and kind of straight forward up to the campsite in front of us. And I recognized that he was going the wrong way. And so I started to turn left and there was just a huge tree stump right there. And um, again, it was a front brake issue. I just, I just snatched my front brake and I tipped right over in the grass because I was on, I was on a, kind of an incline. And uh, um, so I was kind of going uphill a little bit and turning left at the same time. And so when I went to put my foot down, the ground is way further away. And yeah. so there was yeah. no place for my foot to go and I just tipped over, but I was in the grass. So there was no harm, no foul. Right. I was just, I was on the grass and I didn't, didn't do any damage or anything like that. But yeah, twice this season, uh, I, I, uh, I went down. And in fact, on that, uh, on our trip, um, Jason went down once too. And he had the same thing where we stopped at an intersection. And he lo- looked at the sign that was pointing what direction we were supposed to go in. And he stopped completely. Just all he did was stop. And uh, when he went to put his feet down, um, he was too close to the edge of the road and it was just a complete drop off on his right side foot. And he went to put his right foot down. Yeah. There was nothing there. And his bike tipped almost flipped over on top of itself. It tipped completely over. Oh, wow. Um, and it took, it took all three of us to get his bike back up. And that was just simply because he didn't know there was no road there. There was no place for him to put his foot. Yeah. He did nothing yeah. wrong. He just stopped and went to put his feet down and there was no road there. Now, speaking of that, it was definitely amazing at MMM that nobody had a tip over. There was one. There was the gentleman was who brought his wife yeah. who was pulling his bike up next to his uh, little cabin. cabin. Oh, and, I didn't know that happened. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and it was the same thing. It was essentially it was the same thing. He was trying to park his bike, but his bike, like where the hill was running down towards where we all would park or whatever, that was the side that he was putting his kickstand on. And when he turned to pull towards his campsite, you know, of course it was downhill. There wasn't nothing there stopping wasn't any his. There. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so he. You know, he 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 was on the. He tried to put his foot down on the low side of the hill, which is actually extremely, you know, it's, I mean, it, that's dangerous in itself because if you get your foot hung up and under your bike, you can break your ankle. But well, I stand corrected. Um, I did not know that happened. Yeah. We yeah. had one. Well, I kind of did was, the same thing that Tony did like the very first day that I had my, my phantom pulling into a gas station, went to turn up to the pump and I was used to, you know, front brake riding a different bike and yeah when i went to when i went to turn i cut a little bit too sharp and just the difference in weight in the tank on the new bike being a little bit heavier yeah i I laid it on its side and (laughs) jumped up and looked around who saw that i was embarrassed everybody that's what happened everybody yeah i can tell you that i have had to dab more than my normal fair share of dabbing (laughs) <laughs> to try to save my damn motorcycle from falling off the, you know, try to save my motorcycle from falling off, you know, me crashing it or whatever else in the middle of a parking lot. Well, at least you guys had people around. I mean, I told this story on the podcast before, but I had that, that day where I went riding and it was, it was extremely hot out and it was very humid. So by the time I got to where I was going, which was a cemetery, I was almost wore out. A ride where it's a full sunny day, it's 93 degrees and like 90% humidity, it beats the shit out of you. But I got oh, to the yeah. cemetery, and instead of saying staying down on this really narrow 
gravel road, I decide, okay, I'm going to pull up to this little four way, make a little U-turn, come down and park my bike flat back down by the gates. Well, it didn't work out that way. I got to that little four way. I got sideways. I stopped. My foot hit a bunch of loose gravel and I tipped over. Mm-hmm. It sucked. And I was out there by myself in the middle of nowhere. Luckily, a guy and his girlfriend, wife, or whoever was on the back of their bike at the time. I mean, thank God it was a biker because she tapped him on the shoulder when they they were just like a block away, just on the country road there. They spotted me. He come and helped me get the bike up. But man, I tried to get that bike up on an incline. It's a bitch. Dude, that mm-hmm. bike on a flat fucking surface is a bitch. If it was on I mean, flat surface, I would have got if I, I would have gotten it up just fine. I just about had it up, but I was so wore out from the ride and it being so hot, I just I couldn't do it. I mean, when that bike tipped over, I I thank God I had a helmet on because I, I hit the side of my head yeah. on the gravel. But I didn't you know, it wasn't oh. hurt or anything like that. But Barry, you went you actually broke a bone, didn't you? Um, yeah, I wasn't including my wreck in my three, so that's actually oh. four. Well, then yes. don't talk about it then. Never mind. No, no, I don't mind. I don't mind talking about it. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple of other instances where I've dropped it, but I have actually wrecked one time. Yes. So it was a low, low speed wreck um, and impact when I went down. But um, thankfully, I mean, there wasn't any other traffic coming mm. at the time. Thank God. And just jumped back up and said, I'm okay. <laughs> was it the Phantom? Yes. Did you do any damage to the bike? I did a lot. Of, I did almost $3,500. It was just under where they totaled it out. Like, they did not total it out, but just under that. So, Good God. Yeah. It it put, like, a fist-sized dent in my gas tank. It um, bent my handlebars. It broke like my shift lever off it bent um like my clutch and everything so you did not ride that you did not ride that shit post wreck did you no well i actually like we we stood it back up and i didn't know my arm was broken i got back on it oh the adrenaline was just pumping then yeah and i was like okay let's go and when i pulled in the clutch my arm just shot pain up it and i said Mm. my arm's hurting but i think i'll still be okay i tried three times to go and i couldn't i just couldn't i couldn't stay gripped onto it because my arm was broken but no no more kung fu grip no no more kung fu grip not at the time (laughs) she's a limp she's a limp wrist in kung fu (laughs) (laughs) but have any of you ever made the mistake of thinking that your kickstand was down when it wasn't no oh I, yeah I, I triple check that shit every time i, I do get off too. my bike because i tell I you what it down i kick it to make sure it's all yeah. the way forward yeah because i do one of those the sport it seemed like the sportster kickstand was a little more trustworthy than yeah than the new soft tail ones i mean the new I soft tail was one they work great but i always do one of those where i kick it out i I kick it forward, and after I lean it over and, and I get the bike on its side, I, I do a little pullback on the handlebars just to it's make sure it's a fucking toothpick. It's a very small kickstand for such a big bike. Yeah, I don't I don't get the design for yeah. that, but I mean you can always buy an aftermarket one that's bigger or or whatever. But uh, I figured for a bigger bike, they'd have a more substantial kickstand. That's how I dropped the KLR in the garage. I went and was sitting on it for something. I had to get off. Uh, you know, I was getting off the kickstand or whatever, getting off the bike. And I just hadn't put it down. 
<clears throat> and so whenever I went to get off the bike, I tossed, you know, went, pulled my leg over and was like, oh shit. And of course, I wrestled We're going that for a ride. Tall bastard all the way to the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah. See, I did the and, same thing. You know, but that was the whole deal was, you know, once I did that and, you know, it didn't hurt anything because I had the engine guards and all that on it. And then whenever I was riding the CRF, I, I technically didn't, I've wrecked, you know, I haven't really wrecked it like, hey, I tore up a bunch of shit. I got stuck in the mud and it was straight up and down, like, you know, like riding it. And I couldn't pull it out of the mud by myself. So I ended up having to force it over to the ground and drag it across the ground just to get it out of the mud hole. And then the next time I wrecked it, which was like 10 minutes after I finally got it drug out of the mud, was I flipped it upside down into a huge rut. And that was because I didn't have, you know, I was on a slope where I was trying to go across where this rut was. Whenever my front tire hit it, it kicked me off balance over to the left, and I was trying to get lean to the right anyway. I didn't have any ground underneath me, and that's whenever I did that. But laid it over going through the woods and shit three or four times and hitting ruts and stuff like that. So, you know, nothing on the road, but more or less in parking lots. That's about the only time I've, you know, parking laid lots my bike over. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on your bike and you're on asphalt and you are turning anywhere, best thing you can do is take your hand off of that brake lever yes off the front brake so mm-hmm. on not a different topic but i, I want to ask you guys this especially like kid moto so at the end of the winter and riding season starts again when you get back on your bike do you feel like your riding skills aren't what they were at the end of the season does anybody um, else feel that or is it just me i would say that i'll be off my bike for at least 17 weeks that's kind of yeah. what i how i figure to get me through the winter, is it going to be between 17 and 20 weeks before I'll ride again? Once oh, damn, I, that's a full-term pregnancy. That exactly. sure is. <laughs> once I once I put my bike away for the season, and absolutely, it you get back on it in that first ride, the bike's heavier than you remember. It uh, it doesn't it's not moving the same way. Um, you know, I'm I'm not as confident in how i need to be when i ride so for sure i feel that way yeah that, I, I do too when i after the winter i get on it and i mean i'm still fine but it's like i'm not as sharp as i was at the end of the riding season you know what i mean yep, yep. are you as sharp as a dull spoon uh on a good day mm, i like dull spoons yeah i bet you do <laughs> have you right. watched oz what they do with the spoon Oh, Jesus. Do you remember Oz? I do Oz, remember that. What's on? What's on? Oz, it was a HBO, it was like one of the original like HBO shows where they were all show. in the prison in the prison. That's a different oh. Oz. And you would get spooned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that like getting your colon cleaned or it basically was the same thing yep. with a spoon. With a spoon. Uh, fuck yeah. all that. Mm. <laughs> they were fucking it's like, all damn, that. <laughs> That'd be like eating a chocolate snack pack. <laughs> like trying to scrape the the last of the ice cream out of the bottom it's of the bowl. Just, you know, it's like that guy on Beer Fest. He goes, they bling, stuck bling, a ping bling, pong bling. paddle up my ass, and it wasn't the handle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Been shitting pancakes ever since. <laughs> oh, my God. Lay on my side, or else it looks like a flounder. <laughs> Ew. God almighty. <laughs> Ryan, you were talking earlier about, I think you were talking about 
using your front brake and that that was a bad habit we talked about a few podcasts ago i've really been better about that especially because they've been uh, rocking the roads around here and all the neighboring towns too so i've been using my back brake way more than my front i'm usually about 60 40 well that's good because your front tire is going to last a lot longer yeah try to even that shit out (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's definitely it's definitely something that i'm gonna have to uh um, break myself up and I've been a lot more conscious and thinking about it a lot more but where it becomes a problem then is is when you get in that situation where you know you get slow maneuvering in a parking lot for instance and you just need to not you just need to have your hand away from that front brake completely yeah. you know and just be on your on your back brake and ready to to do what you need to do with your back brake and you're going to be fine but if you're in a parking lot and you're doing some slow moving maneuvering or you know u-turns or whatever you best not hit that front brake because if you do you're going straight over straight down tony or, when you when your when your iron went over did you do a bunch of damage to it no not really i was i was pretty lucky uh had to replace the peg uh that and uh the rear blinker mm. so mary may have may have the 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 record for the most damage done yeah <laughs> mike did did you do a bunch to the bikes that you had go down? Um, my Ninja 250 got totaled. Right. Oh, yeah. So you you probably um, went there. And then I don't know. A Ninja 250 doesn't cost it didn't cost that much. I don't think it's like thirty six hundred dollars or something. Mm. Everything else has just been a minor scrape or you know whatever. I've never had to have anything fixed other than a lever, you know, stuff like that. But you know, that's basically got- it. Yeah, I got pretty lucky at that tip over at the cemetery. My left hand guard got scratched up. Thank God, my you know I got that old chrome primary. Not not a scratch on it. No scratch, no or dents or anything on the engine. No damage there. You guys know I, I replaced the left side bag. That that pretty much broke a lot of the fall. Was that hand guard from Infa Shades and then the bag and then the passenger peg because yeah. that like that passenger peg folded up perfectly to where it kept that primary from from hitting the gravel and the road. So I got I, I got lucky. I had a tiny tiny dent put in my tank, but you can you can't even notice it. I wrestled You had a tiny dent put in your tank. <laughs> That's bad aim. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Was Ryan hitting that from behind? Oh god. <laughs> Every time I go to the bridge it's like a fucking take on me video. It's like, ah, right? I just, I just pulls my ass in. I can't help it. <laughs> I just wanted a beer. <laughs> Please. Hand me one with you. Strong arm. Heidi's in the Chinese. <laughs> well, here, let me make it real quick. <laughs> so I do think it's important um, for new riders to know that it is okay to drop your bike. It's nothing to be ashamed or embarrassed about because it does happen to everybody. And I will say, I think it was about a year ago, um, I did a video on YouTube about dropping how I dropped my motorcycle. And I was very surprised by the reactions to that video and the number of people that commented, oh yeah, this is how I dropped my bike. And the people that commented because, I mean, like, guys that I looked up to that I thought there's no way that person would ever drop their bike and, you know, told me how they 
they drop theirs. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So it happens to everybody. So everybody drops. It's going to happen at bike. some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to tip over at some point. Yeah, I got lucky. I, I never dropped the Sportster, but sadly, the Sport Glide took a timber. I wrestled that Sportster all the way to the ground. I did not <laughs> let it go quietly. <laughs> I mean, I, I had everything I had trying to keep that fucker upright, man. If, you're, awesome. if, you're, if your legs were three inches longer. <laughs> oh, dude. But it, it's, you know, with those, with those bikes, you know, four, five, six hundred pounds. I mean, once when they get to a certain point, there's just, there's no stopping it. Yeah. Nope. It's going to go. Mike, tipping since, point. Mike, since your bike's only about, what, 260 wet total? Yeah, two, about 270, 275. It, that's pretty manageable, right? That is way more than manageable. You can reach down. Literally, I've dropped it in the woods. I've reached down after it's went down. I've reached down, picked it up with one with one arm to wow. stand it back up. It's a dirt bike, man. Yeah, I think my son's Huffy weighs more than that. <laughs> and you know, and that's the thing is, if you know, if most of these people are riding a Harley or something like that, their bikes are going to weigh ten times more. Yeah. Well, Mike, and isn't isn't it? I mean, isn't your bike kind of? just the way the ergonomics of the bike are set up, it's a little bit easier to stand up anyway because of how the weight's distributed. Well, I mean, the weight is centered and it's not like a high riding weight. It's not like a sportster weight where you've got all the weight up at the top end or anything like that. It's all centered and centered towards the, you know, the middle of the motorcycle, but still you have to think, you know, my seat height is 36 inches, 37 inches is the oh. seat height on it. And if, I, and if <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting, <laughs> you know, if I'm sitting with my sag and all that, my, you know, it, it's your uh, sack. <laughs> yeah. My sack. What are you sitting <laughs> on it with a sack? I've got to set my sack. Um, it's down about 31, 32, but I'm still tiptoeing on my boots. I'm so it's out. like, you know, yeah, Mary no, that was be able to reach the pegs when she was sitting on the seat. I have a 29 inch inseam. So I do yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> Tony and I are equal when it comes to inseams. So, so at MMM 2021, can you guys switch jeans for yeah. a quick moment? <laughs> I got you want stumpy. my bling jeans, Tony? Can you imagine Tony legs, with bling man. on his ass? Tony needs, ride, need. Tony needs rhinestones. <laughs> I think we need to get Tony and Mary some uh wigs like trolls like trolls too <laughs> yeah okay oh. troll wigs it's on troll I'll wigs dazzle the shit out of some jeans i don't give a damn <laughs> <laughs> so like the rhinestone cocks man <laughs> <laughs> like I, my garden is fresh out of fucks <laughs> <laughs> so everybody we want to make a a little bit of an announcement to our our patrons and our potential patrons um, for the month of February, we are going to, the five dirty bikers are going to donate all of our contributions from Patreon to uh, Jared Weems and Weems Moto company and his forgotten angels charity that he's, that he is um, supporting through his bike giveaway. So if you're a fan of five dirty bikers and you want to support a good charity and you want to support um, what we're doing, please sign up for our Patreon and um, to know that our contributions to Patreon for the month of February 
are going to be donated to Forgotten Angels, and that's uh, through Jared Weems and his charity. And if you don't want to join the Patreon, go over there and buy a raffle ticket for the bike. All that yes. money goes 100% to the Fallen Angels. And if you win the bike, it's you're going to own a badass motorcycle. Yeah. Oh. Can, you imagine, can you imagine if one of us won that shit? Oh, man. I've got my ticket. I got I to gotta buy tickets yet. Jared, I will buy a ticket, brother. Yes. Me too. I need to buy tickets too. And February is my birthday, so open your hearts and your wallets for the weems. <laughs> for the weems. <laughs> So yeah, we, we just want to, uh, we're, we're going into, uh, um, season three is going to be upon us very soon for the five dirty bikers podcast. And we're going to be, that's unbelievable. Trying to get, trying to make some, some changes in our podcast to keep everybody interested. And uh, we're hitting the month of November and we are officially calling November Grovember for the five dirty bikers podcast. Oh yeah. We want to see, um, we want to see our podcast grow. And so, um, if you're part of our community, if you're a part of uh, the Five Dirty Bikers Discord, if you're not, how much is this? It's fucking cost? free. It's, it's free, free. God damn it! See, our Discord is free. So if you're not a part of the Discord, the Five Dirty Bikers Discord community, get out there, go to FiveDirtyBikers.com and sign up for our Discord and uh, become a part of our community. And if you feel it in your heart, become a patron. And if you don't, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how do you really feel? Is God, and it's about Halloween. Like Somebody's say, got a Snickers somewhere. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> it, I would just Snickers. like to say that we have probably one of the most supportive discords. Our Discord members fucking rock. Yeah, it's it's a really it's a cool spot. Absolutely, thank you guys for joining the Discord, contributing to conversation there. There's always somebody that has a question, and there's always somebody that has an answer. So make sure you get your asses over there. Yeah, yeah. Join, join the Discord. Yeah, it's for Frizzle. Also, you guys remember, we're going to have a brand new t-shirt design unveiled probably within, it may be unveiled at the time of this podcast. 2022. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but we'll have, we'll have a, at least a couple of new shirt designs available. And just remember that those are coming very soon. We'll unveil the design once it's finalized. And I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to some new merch for FDB. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And sugar walls. (laughs) And for those of you that don't know, um, for the past two Wednesday nights, for about 30 minutes before we have kicked off the podcast, we have been hanging out and chatting with our $10 patrons. And I've enjoyed it. I have too. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I like all them people. (laughs) They're great people. Yeah. 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 (laughs) <laughs> do we want to like let everybody know what we're doing for Grovember? So for Gro- Grovember, everybody, if you can share the podcast, send the link everywhere. Let's get FDB to a bigger community. That way the discord can grow. The podcast can grow and that will in turn make MMM grow as well. And we may have a new sponsor coming soon. So stay tuned for that. Two new sponsors. Yeah, a couple. Two new sponsors. Hey, guys, make sure you tune in next week. We're going to have a special Halloween episode. we got some good suggestions for topics from our Discord members. So make sure you tune in next week for the special FDB Halloween episode. And my costume and doesn't to include he- pants. Oh. <laughs> and what? I missed my that. My costume doesn't include pants. Oh. Ryan's, Ryan's, Ryan's going to be the naked cowboy from Times Square. Oh, naked cowboy. yeah. 
and you get to hear crusty old barkeep say, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. <laughs> if you if you ever listen to John Boy and Billy on a radio show, it was, it was really funny because there's always different people that wanted to, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. So part of November, part of Grovember is going to be, um, we are going to start a new segment where we are going to post a Google phone number in our Discord. And you, we will post a Google phone number and a time that you can call into our podcast. You'll call in. We will take phone calls. The segment we're going to be calling Ask Mike. It'll be so, motherfucking live, sucker. <laughs> right. You're going to be live on the podcast. Not live on the podcast, but we're going to be recording you. And you have, uh, you know, a, a given period of time, 10 to 15 seconds to ask Mike one question. If your question sucks, we're just going to, you know, straight up hang up on you. If it's a good question, why do you uh, be Mike's so goddamn answer? aggressive all <laughs> the time, right? Very aggressive. <laughs> so this is going to be a new segment for the for 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 Grovember called Ask Mike, and that number will only be posted in the Discord. So if you want an opportunity to to get on our podcast and chat with the Five Dirty Bikers in a call-in process, you're going to need to join our Discord, which is what Mike free. Absolutely free. free. And also with the call-ins, we do not have like a fucking Southern Bell switchboard. So there's no like on hold. So if we don't answer, we're on another call. So just try again. There you go. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no switchboard. That's what Beyonce has. That's what she does. What? When she's raining on that wood, she's doing a switchboard. (laughs) (laughs) Prepare your tits, everyone. It's time for word of the day. The word of the day. It's like Jeff, you for your mind. The word of the day is her berry. Her berry. Was oh, it Jesus. cherry berry? Oh my god. Strawberry? It's a passion fruit. <laughs> <Ooh>. Sure is. <laughs> is it shaped like a pear? It's the size of a pea, but it brings the lightning. Ooh. <laughs> do yes. they make do they make a tea flavor in that berry? <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> Herberry tea. Right there. Herberry tea. Hmm. I don't know. That could be interesting though. That could be an energy drink flavor. Oh hell yeah. That'd give did you some you, energy. Did you say furberry? <laughs> furberry. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the next flavor of big dick energy. <laughs> Furberry. Furberry. There's the thumbnail, (laughs) y'all. Special limited time only. Yeah. It only comes at the end of the month. Like Booberry and Count Chocula. Mm -hmm. I had a bowl of that the other day. I'll fuck a box of that up. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. You're going to fuck a box of Furberry? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you do. Furberry is a box. I don't open. I don't open it from the top either. Just, oh. just from the back. <laughs> Spelling is H in semicolons. What's that? What's the things like this called? Parentheses. Parentheses. Yeah, H in parentheses. E R dash B upside down E dash R E E. 
Yeah. Positionals would be Urbashwari. Urbashwari. Oh. Sounds Hebrew. (laughs) (laughs) That's not kosher. No. Herbs, herbs. Herb, but she'll be be swashy. She's a swashbuckler. (laughs) Thinking herbs and bushes, so. Yeah. Hey, 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 did you guys hear, did you got, did you guys hear what the pirates favorite, wait a minute, hold on, that's not the way the joke goes. <laughs> what did the pirate say when he got kicked in the nuts? I don't know. Menard. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get that. Menards. They don't have, they don't have Menards in, uh. Florida, Mike. We got our first one here. Did you? Yeah. Right next love, to Lowe's. Right next love to Lowe's. That's I love the Minyards. Minyards is good. Um, her berry is a noun. Comes from It's an elusive Leighton. little bastard, too. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put a little curve into it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Double face palm to the face turn. That's a good one. <laughs> I wish y'all could see the hand motions. (laughs) Oh, y'all are missing the hand motions, but you should know that Tony has his palm over his face right now because it's red, and he just turned his light out. He's so embarrassed. You don't want to see the. You don't want to see the red. I was trying to show him the technique. What? (laughs) Anyway, yeah, there. See, Mike's got it. Yeah, see, you got to do the llama. That's the alpaca. <laughs> alpaca. Oh my god! I um, can't make the podcast. No, that cannot make the podcast. It comes from Latin, 14th century. First and only definition is a herby garden. Herby garden. Yeah, it's they a garden of herbies. Bush. A herby garden. A garden of herbies. Oh, <laughs> a herby garden. Yeah. 1980 called. You they want their herpes you... back. <laughs> they want their bush back. You reap what you sow. Mm. Shit's like mm. luggage. It's forever. It's <laughs> <laughs> like diamonds and chocolate. If you like chocolate diamonds in your herpes garden. <laughs> um, hey, Cox. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like for me to use... Herberry in a sentence? Yes, please. Examples of Herberry in a sentence. The Herberry is thriving thanks to all the rain we received this summer. Did you say thriving or throbbing? As well. Throbbing. Throbbing is good. Took a beating. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Turned into a beach ball like a speed bag. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Mike Tyson's speed bag. (laughs) That's a good one right there. I wonder if they're talking about all the rain that they got this summer. If they're talking about summer's beef, feminine douch. <laughs> the douch. Yeah, those that, that that stuff does a good job at keeping a, a funky woman fresh. Ew. And then once you start doing it, then once you start doing it, then you gotta. Once you start doing it or whatever, then you got to turn around and do it all the time because then you're never fresh ever again. 
fucked up the pH. Mm. This has gone completely sideways. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't understand what we're talking about. <laughs> we're we're still talking. We're still talking about <laughs> her berries, Tony. Okay, all right. Her berries um, have doubt. <laughs> yeah. Second, second example of herberry in a sentence after cleaning out all of the overgrown brush we found <laughs> herberry <laughs> hidden in a garden you need to trim the hedges <laughs> I'll say to part that shit down the middle like Moses oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta do <laughs> And Tony's light is off for the second. <laughs> Tony, Tony went dark. <laughs> went dark. <laughs> Jesus. This part of the day, two lights off. <laughs> this, this part of the day is two lights off. <laughs> mm. You got a Judy chop. You got a Judy it. chop. You got to be careful when you're kung fu kicking and Judy chopping at the same time, because there goes your leg. There goes your leg. <laughs> but you can take a scope in and turn it and turn it into a ninja star. Yeah. Did y'all ever see that West Virginia ninja on YouTube? It's the funniest mm-hmm. shit you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> and so is looking for herberry <laughs> in the overgrown bush garden. <laughs> mm. Better shave that shit. Nobody likes hair in their teeth. No. Oh, or the back of their sweet. throat. Jesus, Mary's <laughs> on fire tonight. It'll save you on the next flossing. <laughs> God. That Go must be some long falls. Do we need to floss you? Nope, I'm good. I did that last I'm night. Good. <laughs> good God. When a girl some, wears some herberries, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been searching for the herberry. <laughs> That's that the thing. When up. you go, when you when you look at her and she's wearing shorts, she's got extra shade on her inner thighs. <laughs> This one really can't make the podcast. Yes, it will. <laughs> well, somebody else wants to edit because if I edit, it's going to be chopped to shit. <laughs> and that has been the word of the day. Keep it dirty, riders. And we'll see you next time on the FDB podcast.